Over 30 years of serving the Arizona homeowner. 14 years in a row ranking Arizona's best referral network. RosieOnTheHouse.com. Protecting you, informing you, and educating you. It's Rosie on the House. What? What? Come on in, y'all. Hour two at Rosie on the House. You can join us by just pouring yourself another cup of coffee or a fresh cold glass of mint sun tea. Have a seat, keep the radio turned up, or you can join us by dialing one 767 And we'll take any question you have about anything having to do with your house, home, castle, or cabin in the great state of Arizona. It doesn't matter if your family were homesteaders, pioneers, or you're a brand newcomer to the great state of Arizona. There isn't anybody or any place you can go to to get more accurate information about owning, maintaining, repairing, remodeling, an Arizona home, then right here at Rosie on the House. We are every Arizona homeowner's best friend. We are every Arizona homeowner's happy place. Again, you're welcome to join us at one 767 And as Romy mentioned in the last hour, you're welcome to subscribe to our newsletter, which goes out every single Thursday morning hits your email box, and gives you a notice as to what we are about to cover this particular weekend. And we just got off a great conversation with Sarah from the Anvil Ranch in southern Arizona, and now we're going to move to the state as a whole. Uh, Because what we're going to talk about this particular hour can impact every single one of you. It's going to be critical for you to stay tuned, and don't hesitate to call in and join the conversation if you've got any question on the topic of detecting water leaks. Because we got the man right here in studio for you to talk to, Mr. Ian Hanley of Pinpoint Leak Detection. Ian, thanks for coming in this Saturday morning, buddy. Yeah, thanks for having us, guys. You you have, you have started, I'm going to tell you this, you started a niche business, I thought, um, He'll never survive with that business. There isn't enough of it to go around. There, there, he, he's, that poor man's going to starve to death. <laughs> Why don't you talk about pinpoint leak detection and, it's, and the, the beginning story? Yeah, so I've been in the pool business for roughly 20 years. Uh, there was a huge need with pool leaks, uh, not only in finding them, but fixing them over the years. Uh, and so for many years of subbing it out and subbing it out and not really finding a good place uh, uh, to, to have them fixed, we decided to get into it ourselves. And as the years have evolved, we've not only found that uh, pool leaks have been a great need, but yet so have homes and so have yards. And pool leaking is a big enough dilemma. I mean, we, we have no shortage of swimming pools, but pool leaking is a big enough dilemma uh, you, you actually have to get up out of bed and go to work every day. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a big enough dilemma to where there's enough of it to go around for sure. And what it, what amazed me was the amount of equipment and testing. I don't know what to call it. Testing protocol, testing tactics, yeah. uh, analysis procedures that you've developed in it. I mean, it's, it's become a very specialized niche courtesy of of your development. Great job. Yeah. Yeah. Well, my wife would tell you I'm a very detailed person. So it was right down my alley when, uh, I decided to take it head on and, uh, 
yeah, it's it's quite the uh, process with a lot of uh, intricate parts, and uh, yeah, we make it uh, look very interesting when we're in the backyard. That's for sure. Well, water becomes a more and more sensitive topic here in the Southwest all the time, and I think people need to realize once it passes the meter, you own it. That's right. No. no. No matter, no matter if you get to use it or not, right? That's absolutely right. Own yeah. it and pay for it. That's right. That's right. Exactly. So, like, a, a swimming pool leak. Okay, that, I see a wet spot by my back hose valve. That That's easy. I, I spot it. Um, but swimming pool leak conjures up so many pictures in my mind about, well, what if it what if it's leaking at the drain? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so you when really will, when will that manifest itself? Exactly. So yeah, we really find that most leaks actually do not surface to the to the visible eye to where the homeowner is able to see it. In most cases, especially pool leaks, they generally travel down, and you really don't know. Uh, it catches your eye based off referencing the water bill, or maybe the autofill float running constantly. Um, so yeah, it's it's really um, confusing at times. And a lot of people don't have an autofill. I think I don't know that <clears throat> there's any new pools commonly built without one anymore, but I mean, the autofill isn't even something that came into play in to what last 15, 20 years maybe at best. Mm-hmm. Agree. Yeah, agree. A lot of older communities, Old Town Scottsdale, Old Town Tempe, uh, Glendale in particular, most do not have autofills on their pool. Okay, now if I'm a homeowner and my water bill spikes and ends up, I find out that Ian can come out and, and, and we determine it's a pool leak. And Ian comes out, researches it, finds it, discovers it, solves the problem. And then my neighbor comes over and says, man, my water bill spike. I don't even have a swimming pool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> well, I would say, well, call Ian and see what he can do. <laughs> exactly. Leave, leave the you, problem for you, me, right? <laughs> you've, you've really... Yeah. kind of expanded horizontally in the world yeah. of, of finding mystery leaks. Yeah, So, and that's exactly why we got into homes and yards. Um, there's just as many leaks in the yard as there is pools, if not more. And, and yeah, that's a lot of times how our referrals will come in. The neighbor talks to, to the other neighbor and finds that we did a fantastic job next door, and they obviously have a property that they'd like us to evaluate as well. I tell people when they're trying to save energy on their bills, the first thing they ought to do is get a whole house energy management audit. And I'm going to start telling people when they start calling me and saying, man, my water bill spiked 40% last month. I'm going to just give them your phone number. Ian, what's your phone number for anyone with a mysteriously spiking water bill? Yeah, absolutely. So our main office is 602-777-0771. Or you can certainly fill out an online form as well at admin at pinpointleaks.me. Dot me. Dot me. Okay. Yep. All right. That's that's important to know. So anyone with a spiking water bill, that's the first phone call they would make. What happens next? I, I'm going to call you. Hey, my water bill shot up 40%. Yeah, great question. So if you really don't know exactly where the leak is on the property... We can start with the property survey 
And basically, a property survey allows us to isolate the different sectors of the property. So yard, home, and pool, if you happen to have one. And we're turning on one valve at a time throughout the property, referencing the main meter, looking for the main meter at the street curb, typically, for any agitations or any abnormal uh, movement. Once we have the section of the property that's that's uh, obviously agitating the meter, we now can narrow in on that section of the property with our leak detection equipment, and we can pinpoint exactly what's causing that issue. Now, I imagine your eyes are better than mine, but when people call me with that phone call, the first thing I tell them mm-hmm. is turn everything off, including the autofiller, and make sure... The, nobody ask for cold water or ice in the refrigerator. Mm-hmm. And, and go take a picture of your water meter. Some people don't even know where the water meter is. Right. Uh, and then the next day, at the, or, or the, uh, an hour later, go take a picture of it again. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, there can be some pretty slow leaks. And you may, you may look at your water meter and not see it moving. But an hour later... It's registered 250 gallons. Right, right. And yeah, and the, the cities are so advanced with their, their software now. Every water meter in town is Wi-Fi capable. And so most homeowners, if not all by this point, are getting monthly statements that really break down how many gallons they're using uh, per day, per hour, per month. And so, yeah, it's, it's something that, that's definitely being monitored closely. Romy, we could watch your water meter and see. Oh, you're on private well. I was going to say we 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 can see what time your girls get home from high school. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, um, once we determine we've got a spike, we can contact you and get a whole property survey. One of the things I think a lot of newcomers to Arizona may not realize is in your year-round water consumption. On the desert floor of Arizona, 70% of the water you consume at your address is going to be consumed outside your house. And the newcomers have no idea Mm -hmm. that we're consuming that kind of water, primarily feeding our vegetation. Correct. Yeah, landscaping is is a huge uh, uh, water need. And what we find is a lot of homeowners do not adjust their their timers from summer to winter. They just leave it as one setting all year. And a lot of times they're overwatering. So if you hire us to do an irrigation survey and, and irrigation evaluation, we'll actually put together a full report giving you those exact measurements of what each landscaping zone is using, gallons per minute typically. And then we'll also inspect the drip lines, the emitters, uh, the poly hoses and different things throughout the plants and, and, and yard area. And if we find any broken lines or, or areas of concern, we'll actually list those in the report as well. So, yeah, irrigation is, is even bigger than pools at times. Now, you know, this is going to require you to expand your business even more <laughs> into gopher eradication. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> One of those things, hey, since you was there. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. We'll just go ahead and add that. We do have uh, Joseph on the line, but we've got a break coming up, so we'll get uh, to our callers after the after this. If you'd like to talk, uh, maybe help walk through and identify where uh, you might have a water leak, if you've got standing water, if you've got a warm spot under your slab, if you have 
uh, mold growing somewhere. Those are all signs that you've got moisture ponding somewhere. Well, where's that coming from? Pinpoint Leak Detection is here to talk about that. one 767 That's one rosie for you. Text questions can also be sent to 411-923 during the broadcast. She's watching the detectives. Oh, it's so cute. She's watching the detectives. Rosie on the house, back for you, the Arizona homeowner, to answer any question you might have about your house, home, castle, or cabin. We'll take questions on any topic at one 767 Sweet Jennifer's out today, but Jesse's manning the call booth, and uh, she's taking calls, and if you're looking for referrals, she's giving them out. If you've got a question that we can air on air for the benefit and the edification of the rest of our listening audience, we'll put you on and answer the question live on air. one 767 4348. In this morning, in studio, live with us this morning, is water leak detection specialist, Mr. Ian Hanley of Pinpoint Leak Detection. We were talking a little bit about pool leaks and how that all got started. Um, I, I, I still think it's funny to look at your website and see that scuba diver down in this one. <laughs> now that's looking for a pool leak right there. Can you, can you tell me what's the biggest leak you've ever found? It's a great question. So I don't know exactly how many gallons were wasted, but uh, we've been on a few really oversized commercial pools with six inch lines and they were <laughs> supply dumping. lines. Yeah. No, no. Uh, oh. Main drain lines. Oh, oh, okay. And they were dumping a significant amount of water. Um, so, yeah, it's it's pretty surreal on some of the larger lines, for sure. Now, you've never been called out to look for a leak in the CAP, have you? Have Not yet. Okay, that's Wouldn't good. be surprised <laughs> at some good. point. <laughs> that's good. I got a feeling. I got a feeling as much water as flows through that thing, they've got a pretty good handle on, exactly. on, on any loss they might have. So the property survey you're doing not only inspects the pool, but it inspects every other valve system that could be a source of wasted water. And you do that through pinpoint leak detection services for a fee of 149 dollars an entire property assessment that is correct okay and people would schedule that how yeah so you can call into our main office uh 602-777-0771 to schedule the property survey or you can fill out the online form and uh, we'll call you back with scheduling uh that same day uh, you can also go online, and a lot of the property survey instructions and directions are also there for you to do it yourself that's if where, you feel comfortable in doing so. That, that's where I want to go next. And for homeowners, if you all call that number now, they're not open on weekends, but they'll get back to you first thing next week, and you can always go online and schedule it online. So this property survey, mm-hmm. if someone wanted it done for them, you all would do it for $149. Correct. Let's talk a homeowner through it if they think they want to try and consider tackling it themselves. What do y'all do? Yeah, absolutely. So we'll essentially evaluate the property, so home, yard, and pool, if you happen to have a pool. Uh, We'll go to the three main valves that are on most typical homes, so the main valve up front and the front of the house, the autofill valve in the back of the house that goes to the pool, and then the 
valve that goes to the landscaping, which we generally find up in the front of the house as well. We'll turn on one valve at a time, turning the other two off, and we'll look to see if the meter is spinning or moving with just that one valve on. Uh, as we make our way through each valve one by one, we're hoping that uh, uh, only one of the valves is, is causing the agitation to the meter if there is indeed a leak. We then know that that sector of the yard is actually leaking or property is leaking. We'll then uh, generate a full report uh, with our recommendations, based off of those recommendations, if you approve additional leak testing in that section of the property, will then lead into further leak detection, narrowing exactly where that leak is. Now, does that give me the per, is that the report that gives me a per station gallon consumption analysis? No. That, okay, so, okay. I don't yeah, want, that's an irrigation We'll get survey. to that later. Correct. Okay, because that, that's extremely critical, because I've got 12 stations on my landscape clock. Yeah. Um, and I want to know how can I determine if any one of those 12 are overutilizing because because mm -hmm. uh, living out on an acre property in the desert, uh, we're in a constant battle yeah. with, with with either dogs digging it up or, or the gophers chewing it to pieces, one or the other. That's right. That's right. And landscape lines are, are made to break. They don't last very long. Uh, comparatively to a pool, pool lines generally can last 20 to 40 years. Landscape lines, what I've seen is about seven to ten. Especially on the uh, a drip irrigation line. Exactly. Yeah. You know, that. Never mind. <laughs> well, I, I was just going to say, I put in drip irrigation, and if I ever irrigate again, I'm not going to use drip irrigation. <laughs> I'm, I'm <laughs> That's running, all I'm going to say. <laughs> I'm running Schedule 40 PVC throughout the entire system, That's and right. I'm just using those little spaghetti wires to feed each plant. That's it. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm done. I'm really, I really am done. Well, go ahead. And how many times do you guys get called, not from a homeowner, but from a contractor who might run into a leak situation? I mean, the amount of equipment y'all have, not every pool company and landscaper out there or, or even – plumbing contractor has the type of leak de detection. Do y'all get called from other trades? We do. We do. That's where the majority of our business does come from, a good chunk of it. Uh, we serve the majority of the servicemen out there in the pool industry, uh, pool builders, pool remodeling companies, and uh, uh, home plumbers as well. So they know how to do the plumbing repair itself, but they don't know exactly where the leak is to begin with. Well, very good. Well, we'll talk. Uh, we're talking through leak detection. We've got Hector who wants to talk about uh, what he suspects to be a leak in his pool when we get back from bottom of the hour news. But uh, we'll get also into the repair process on, uh, you know, what, great, we found the leak. Now what do we do? We're joined in studio during this 9 o'clock hour or on the house hour. We spend the hour specifically on one element on your home castle or cabin and we're talking uh pretty much water lines today are they water lines to your home your landscape your pool are they leaking how to identify and we're going to get into the restoration but we're going to bring hector into the conversation at one 767 4348 that's one rosie for you welcome to the program good morning gentlemen go ahead all right. The uh, issue I have, uh, my pool seems to have a leak on the side of the pool where you can kind of see hairy roots coming through the tile. 
and some of it is also through the drain to where the water circulates. Um, so I'm not exactly sure where the leak would be in that case. And did you say roots, like tree roots? It looks like it. There's like hairy little, they look like roots, but they're hairy and they kind of float around and you can tear them off. I had it fixed at one point, but now they're back. I guess the leak was not fixed. And if there's roots coming through the pool, there's definitely a, not a, a, a perfectly solid piece of concrete anymore, <laughs> or gunite. That is correct, yes. What that sounds like <laughs> is that there's probably a structural leak, and perhaps the shotcrete shell of the pool is actually cracked, which is allowing plant root uh, material through the crack, and, and it's obviously visible. So... In a re- have you ever done a repair like that before? We have, yeah. yeah, And that's what makes our service so great. So, Hector, what I would recommend is doing a full leak detection, uh, which is going to include the structural testing and the pressure testing. And the guys uh, will actually get in the pool if needed, and we will dye test and inject dye into that area where those roots are growing. And what we're looking for is for that dye to pull into that area. And if it does then indeed we do have a structural leak in that area. And what's the repair look like on a structural repair? Yeah, so it's one of our most extensive repairs. It's it's uh, very in-depth. So pool has to be emptied in most cases. Uh, we'll open up the area uh, generally 12 inches left to right. Uh, we'll examine the shot, uh, shotcrete and the rebar. Explain opening the area 12 inches. (laughs) (laughs) Taking a concrete saw and cutting down the sidewall or floor of the pool, really creating a large rectangle box in that area, really opening it up and examining it for its entirety. And when you're opening up and you're examining it, do you ever have to discover, all right, you know what, we got to go wider. This crack is far beyond what we... Yeah, so what we see is a lot of times uh, workmanship to begin with, with how the pool was constructed, was not up to code or up to standard. And so we actually have to go in there and and bring it up to code and make it, of course, a strong point of the pool so it doesn't come back. Um, So, yeah, that that may include repinning the rebar. uh, That may be um, adding some additional concrete uh, to the area to reinforce it much stronger than what it was originally constructed to be. And then, of course, we'll finish it off with a patch, whether it be pebble or plaster in most cases. Or if the customer's looking for a perfectly uniform look, then we may suggest uh, resurfacing the whole pool. And that was my next question. What if it's like a pebble tech or some kind of (laughs) mosaic tile finish? I mean, that's a pebble tech, I would imagine, is probably a little easier than a mosaic because, you know, finding those tiles to match it or, you know, a newer one even underwater is going to have less fade than what's already there. That's right. Yeah, tile especially, if if the tile's no longer made or we cannot find it, we're going to go with the closest match to, to, to what it is, of course. Um, Pebble Tech, we go the extra mile in patching, but yet you're still going to see a slight patch difference because the pebble we're putting in is brand new comparatively to the weathered area around it. And I know it's going to very all over the board depending on how much actual work is done but i mean at this point you know what what kind of investment am i looking at in that repair work yeah it's a great question so structural cracks tend to be the most expensive um 
but individual plumbing lines, uh, we try to keep them to a minimum. You know, we find that most of our repairs can be done uh, under $2,000, let's say on average $1,500 to $1,800, which considering all the work that's involved and considering it does take seven to 10 days to complete with four or five different trips to the property, uh, we feel that that's uh, very fair and reasonable considering everything that was involved. Now, when you talked about sometimes we have to get in the pool, my thought is this is this would be a great place to work in the summer. You know, what, what do you do? I get to swim all day. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's a perfect Arizona job. But, uh, I mean, even right now, our, our pool's a little chilly. Uh, do you guys have, like, dry suits in the winter that the guys have to suit up in and jump in? We do. We <laughs> do. And they're in the pools right now as we speak. They got in about 30 days ago and... Yeah, they weren't too happy at first, but uh, they warmed <laughs> up to the idea. <laughs> so without a wetsuit, wintertime, you got to have a dry suit, most definitely. Now, on on this topic, so I hope that helps Hector and anyone else experiencing a similar dilemma. Let's talk about some of the other specialty leak locating equipment y'all use. I mean, we have dye testing, we have pressure testing, we have sonar technology. T- take us through when you would use any one of those different tactics. Dye. Yes. Let's start with dye. Yeah. So if you pay for a full test, you essentially generally have us bring out all of the tools, and we generally will use them throughout the testing uh, process. But dye is exactly what it sounds like. So we've got multiple syringes full of colored dye. We'll swim around the pool injecting uh, dye into pipe seals, skimmer mouse. Uh, mud rings, light rings, and different areas of high probability or concern. And we're looking to see if that dye pulls into to those cracked areas. So then we now we know we have a leak. That is correct. Isn't the skimmer area kind of a notorious offender oh, yeah. of leaks? Yeah, skimmers are high prone for leaks, yeah. And that's because of the current. So the top of the water is being pulled into the skimmer basket and skimmer mouth for eight hours a day. So... That grout takes a lot of baiting and wear and tear throughout the eight-hour run cycle. So, yeah, we see a lot in the skimmer mouth. Okay. We can't detect a leak, but we know there's a leak. Mm-hmm. Then we go to pressure testing? I'm at, That's a question. Yeah, so every, every uh, test is different, right? So a lot of times all the plumbing lines will test, test completely fine, and it's just a structural leak. So that particular leak was found with dye. It's not that we didn't want to use our sonar equipment. There was just nothing to use it on for that particular property. It just happened to be a structural leak. And then there's other properties where the structural uh, testing phase will pass, but indeed there is a plumbing line that's leaking, and we'll identify it with pressure testing, and then we'll have to use the sonar equipment to nail down the exact location of that leak. So all of the tools are on the truck, but not necessarily all the tools are being used every single job. And which is, you know, the right tool for the right job. You, you have a lot of them. That's right. The, and the equipment you're using for pools isn't the same equipment you're necessarily using for landscape or home leak detection either. That is correct, yeah. Completely different sets of equipment. And how, much, how long does it take you to train a guy for the pool leak detection? Yeah, that's that's an ongoing battle. So we're very we're that's very a, lucky. That's a detective school. Exactly. Yeah, we're very lucky. Um, the guys that are with us have all been with us for over ten years. We're very close. It's a family environment. 
they tap into to 15 plus years of experience every single day, but uh, aggressive locating uh, experience, it takes about two years to and, really get good at it. And once you're done training on the pool side, is it easy to jump into the home and landscape side or no. you're starting the whole Completely learning process over? over. <laughs> yeah. So you go on to the next phase. Yeah. And we really try to uh, keep it organized for the guys. So not all five of them do every sector of the property. Some guys just do pools and others just do uh, homes in, in, in different areas such as that. Uh, it's It's a lot if you're just going into a different type of test every single time. I'm – being told mm-hmm. behind the scenes that Arizona residents almost statewide can expect to see some modest to mildly aggressive increases in charges for their water. Yeah. <laughs> and we'd like to be ahead of the curve at Rosie on the house. Mm-hmm. So um, what are you hearing about, water rates yeah so the the biggest one coming through right now is the city of phoenix is considering raising rates three different times over the next two years it still needs to be voted on um, but i gotta imagine that there's going to be at least a compromise which means it's probably going up at least a little bit right whether rates go up or not though i always feel you should audit your home monthly uh, by doing a property survey, and I'm not saying hire us each month, but but certainly if you hire us the first time, watch how we do it, and you take over each month from there and being able to do it. It's an easy thing for the homeowner to do as well. And if you're auditing your home and really confirming that your meter is off when everything is off and not running, you've done the best you can to make sure that your water costs are as low as possible at all times. I've taught a lot of people how to read their energy bill, and they are surprised what I can tell them about uh, never being at their house, not knowing a thing about their family. Mm -hmm. They can send me their energy bill and what I can tell them about themselves. I think people ought to learn Mm -hmm. to log on and read their water bill. Yeah, it's headed there. Uh, Rosie, it's my uh, belief that in the next few years, if not, uh, you know, already here, um, water and power will both be uh, monitored a very similar way. And when you say water and power monitored the same way, what a lot of th- I try and drive home all the time, you know, energy savings is water savings because you can't generate energy without massive amounts of water. Yeah. So, I mean, they're the two pretty much go hand in hand. One thing you had mentioned is, is shutting off your meter and watching and making sure it doesn't turn. But just because the meter's not moving doesn't mean you don't have a water leak. I mean, your your pool could still be seeping a leak. Your water heater could still be seeping a leak. How much water is in your pressurized water lines itself? Yeah, it's a great question. So the autofill line for a pool is a really high pressure li- pressurized line. It generally sits at 60 to 80 pounds of pressure. So anytime we do a repair on one of those particular lines, we have to leave it off for many days to dry. And uh, it's a very common place for a leak because as your pool is is needing water, that autofill line kicks on and off. And so it's pulsating underground as it kicks on and off. So we find that the autofill line is a very high probability uh, area to be a leak for sure. P. 
Speaking of prices of things going up, driving into the studio this morning, I saw a gallon of gasoline for $5.35 a gallon. (laughs) But uh, if you want to guard and preserve a precious commodity, what do you do? You charge more for it. So we will, in the future, see an increase in our charges for water. Um, Ian, in studio this morning with Pinpoint Leak Detection, was a company that was born out of the need of pinpointing and correcting, surgically correcting, swimming pool leaks. But he got so good at that, people started asking to look for leaks everywhere. Mm -hmm. And now Pinpoint Leak Detection is a full service. If you're looking for a water leak, you're looking for Pinpoint. That's right. That's right. And how would people reach out to you? Yes, our our direct line is 602-777-0771, or you can go online and fill out a form, uh, admin at pinpointleaks.me. And at the phone number, you're going to get an answering service today. Leave your name and number, and the staff will get in touch with them beginning of the week. That is correct. Yeah, we're open Monday how through big, Friday. How big, a, how big a tape recorder do you have in your phone answering machine? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're open 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. Monday through Friday. All right. Very good. Now, let's talk about the repair process. We hit pools a little bit when we were talking about, you know, what you, you got to tear open, saw cut open on a structural leak, but, you know, and plumbing lines and you were talking about you know landscape drip irrigation not really meant to last a long long time how Mm -hmm. often do you get to repair where it's not like okay we've pinpointed the repair and we can fix this one little tiny area but truth be told once that's pressurized this line (laughs) is so bad you could probably spring six other leaks by the time you repressurize it (laughs) yeah that's that's in the older pools certainly in tempe and in scottsdale uh north scottsdale um yeah, ABS uh, plumbing in particular. Uh, if we notice a, a plumbing line to be ABS, a lot of times we'll recommend running new lines. But um, in most cases, Schedule 40 plumbing, uh, it's generally one leak repair and it's done. It's generally uh, peace of mind for the customer that after this process is done, they're good to go. And when y'all are doing uh, home leak detection, you know, a lot of those older ones are copper lines. Uh what type of repair work? I and mean, once you have it pinpointed, uh, I mean, are y'all doing the, the repair work on the plumbing or do you then turn it over to a plumber to come finish that? It depends on how it came into our company. So if it was referred by a plumber, a lot of times we'll pass it back to them for the repair. Uh, if it's a house leak, let's say a, a hot water line, and let's say we find it in the kitchen, a lot of times we'll just do a reroute uh, throughout the home simply because the patchwork inside that beautiful kitchen may not match exactly because we're not able to obtain that floor tile or that wood tile that's that's throughout the home. So it really depends on where the leak has been located. That'll determine how the repair process goes. And then two, who brought it into us? How did the referral come in? A lot of times it will go back to the plumber if that's the case. And how long have y'all, because when we, we had you on uh, August of last year, y'all were just specializing in pools. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you're like, uh, and we had asked about that question. You said, yes, we do do more than pools, but I'm not ready to talk about that yet. <laughs> yeah. We had the tiger by the tail, right? <laughs> uh, yeah, pools is, is still uh, about 80% of our work. 20% is now homes and, and yards, but uh, it's ever growing and um yeah, there's never an ending amount of leaks, that's for sure. And of all the reports we talked about 
in our short conversation yesterday. The one that grabbed my attention is y'all can do a report that actually gives me a gallon consumption rate for each of my irrigation stations. Now, I can do that by looking up the head and calling my landscaping guy and say, how many gallons a minute does this head use in a quarter spray, a half spray, a full? But you can put all that together for me? Yeah, the reports are phenomenal. We get a lot of compliments on them. They include photos. Most reports have anywhere from 10 to 30 different pictures. Each photo has arrows and captions on it, really explaining what the photo means, uh, itemized lines of what those gallons per minute are per each zone. And then you obviously have one of our staff members walking you through it and explaining to you, you know, explaining it to you in great detail. So, yeah. A texter wanted to know, how do I see my meter when it's underground? Like, <laughs> you got to dig it out. Yeah. <laughs> Look for the glass lens for sure. Yeah. It, it should have a box around it. That's correct. That you can open the box and then see your meter. If your meter is completely buried, you got a dog problem, you got a rodent problem, <laughs> you got a, you got a, maybe a flood out problem. Yeah. It's not designed to be hidden from you. That's right. That's right. We do see a few of them that are tough to find, but it's a very small percentage. I generally tell people don't try and turn that valve off and on yourself. Right. It's tough. It's very, very <laughs> stiff and tough in most cases, yeah. And there's a specialty tool specifically for Correct. that. I, I've seen people use a wrench, and then you put a screwdriver through the eye exactly. hole and use that to turn. But... <laughs> Creating their own T-bar, right? <laughs> I, I, I've seen those with hollow handles where you put seven or eight-foot number five rebar through it, and you put two guys on it. But what you don't do is dig up the meter box, put a pipe wrench on the valve, and start hitting it with a two-pound hammer. <laughs> exactly. Man, I, and... And I've seen it done a lot of times. That's not how you do it. That would not be the rosy or pinpoint leak detection approved method of turning off the water meter. Ian, thanks a bunch for joining us this Saturday morning. You guys are more than welcome. Really appreciate it. Pinpointleakaz.com.